You're listening to the Elevated News Podcast with two dope dudes. Here are your hosts, Dave and Aaron. Welcome to the Elevated News Podcast with two dope dudes. That's us. Yo! Yo! We're a podcast. This is what this is. And we are uh, focused on discussing local and national cannabis news and culture and uh, doing barn rips. So, uh, yeah. What's going on, Dave? How are you? I'm Aaron. I'm feeling pretty good. Awesome. I'm also feeling good. We just uh, smoked some nice stuff. That was, uh, that was fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool. back from... Sober October. Yeah. Now it's, uh, uh, no shave November. No shave November. I'm yeah. doing really good. Yeah. Dude. That you look like you're doing well. Very well. Keep it going. Yeah. All organic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No beard oils, nothing. Just a oh, really? generous lover. Oh, I put, um, some beard <laughs> butter in there. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Well, hey, you know. You know, yeah, I it's, look like the butter type. Yeah, you do right. look like the butter type, Paula Dean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're definitely having fun today. Welcome to episode twenty. Uh, you know, we're the Tito dudes. This is the Elevated Dudes podcast. Uh, we're having fun. Uh, yeah, what's what's up, dude? Um, you know, uh, I consumed cannabis this morning. Yep, I have not been consuming cannabis a ton. Um, but this stuff, uh. I like it. Yeah, thanks to Mr. 12 and 12. Uh, 12 and 12. Yeah, I got a package from um, when I was at the Urban Legends Cup. It was the last of it. It was pretty fire stuff. I liked it. Yeah, Flavor me too. It was decent. Yeah. Um, I haven't been consuming for a while. So um, I get all of the uh, euphoria parts of it back again. That, nice. I, I, I will tell you, yeah, taking the tea break for that long of a time, it does give me some of that, like, um, initial you you know we're always trying to hunt that thing yeah a lot of people are always like oh i wish i could get the giggle weed back or i wish i you know whatever there's some nostalgia part of consuming cannabis the first few times um you know now i feel it i'm not getting the giggles as hard as well i don't think that was the gig i don't think that was giggle weed. that was more gave me giggle weed if i would giggle on it anymore i bet i could get you to giggle you think so yeah you know, it really, even, and I lie about that because when um, Illinois' market first came about, the the best stuff to get me to giggle was by Shelby County, and Shelby did a bunch of ruderalis plants, but they had something called Pennywise, and it was ah. like 13% CBD and 7% THC. I would laugh my ass off at that. I don't know why. It was just the best. It made me I. I mean, I find that I any weed can be giggle weed if you're smoking with somebody. Uh, funny enough. Yeah, funny enough. Yeah. I mean, like, uncontrollable belly laughs for nothing. You know, like, oh. when we first started consuming cannabis, I've we n- would laugh about fucking nothing. Well, at least I did. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's just like, but that's hanging out with your friends, being a fucking stupid stoner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was always pretty intelligent. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're young and dumb and smoking marijuana, and you're just hanging out with your friends, being a troublemaker. That makes you dumb. Yeah, I'm not I mean, saying that no, you're no, not yeah, intelligent. No. Um, no, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, we were just telling intelligent jokes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, D and D shit, which I call it intelligent, but it's kind of well. I mean, it depends on you know. What I you rolled roll. a crit. It's, it, it depends on what you roll, I guess. It depends on what your modifiers are, but that's, yeah. you know, we can, we can do that. Your comeliness. That, yeah. 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 Anyway, plain Thacko. Uh, so if you, <laughs> you got to roll uh, D6. Yeah. Yeah. Percentage. And, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's do plugs. Enough, uh, enough being dumb. Uh, you can find us, the Elevated News Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your other favorite streaming and podcast apps. Uh, you're probably watching us on the Two Dope Dudes YouTube channel. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure to give us a like, leave a review, smash that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, and um, yeah, all that other good stuff. Uh, obviously, this helps us reach more people, and we appreciate uh, you helping us spread the word. 
Uh, you can always find us on supportopeople.com along with links to uh, other pods and free stickers just by providing your email and address. Another like 21 out today, I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Somebody's taking the mail for me. And I appreciate that. You can always email us two dope dudes podcast, gmail.com uh, for all your questions or things you want to talk about. And then crabculture.net. Get the goat box. I already ordered mine. It uh, went on sale December 1st or November 1st pre-sale. And uh, it comes out December 1st to start shipping. Super cool. Uh, Chris uh, changed a little thing around, a little few things around, uh, offering uh, a little bit less at a smaller price point for those nice. people. And you can also get the upgraded boxes too. But the goat boxes, goat genetics, and uh, goat grinders. Uh, which is a fantastic grinder. I think I showed you one. It's got the mason jar on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super cool. And uh, so get you one of those and use the code Growers Hangout in the uh, order description for a little extra love from our buddy Chris at Crop Culture. And, uh, you know, congrats, dude. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the uh, shout out on the Build a Soil video yesterday for you and the Crop Culture giveaway uh, really ramps it up for Chris because he deserves it, man. He's following his dream and he's, He's doing good things. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah. I I hope to see you again soon, brother. It's been too long for me. Yeah. Yeah. Let me soon. Well, he watches all the uh, episodes. Oh, well, you yeah. can see me then. Yeah. He's like, uh, I, I said last episode, he was like, uh, hey, man, I really, I don't get into podcasts, but I really like, and like look forward to like seeing your stuff every week, you and Dave. You guys are hilarious. Yeah. Chris, you're the man. Yeah. I'm going to hear about this guy's fucking life more. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, if you'd like to, you can check me out, please. And I do appreciate you at Peace, Love, and Cope on YouTube. I am streaming live on Thursdays, answering your questions about medical cannabis or anything about cannabis. I'm not the grower, um, but I do. That's me. That's that guy. Um, but please, if you have time on Thursday, stop in, play some games with yeah. us, share some jokes. Jackbox, disc golf valley as yeah. new as that is yeah yeah jackbox is a lot of fun it's definitely rated r yep come by and watch biz no. or listen to biz uh say all the things that he can't say in real life yeah yeah we there's some of us that change our names sometimes so that we can yeah. say what we need to say i've yeah. never used my real name in there hi, hi. no i i always have a different name i've never used the same name anytime i've played jackbox Nice. Yeah, I don't want anybody to know it's me. Nice. I don't want anybody to know how bad I am. <laughs> uh, that's great. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. Um, nothing else. Nothing else coming up. Oh, uh, plug. Let's plug. Uh, Dab's Giving at the Little Bean, um, Bob's Exotics in Chicago Canico. Uh, you can check them out. Uh, on November twenty sixth, to Sunday. I believe you can get tickets on Eventbrite, um, but check out their Instagram. Stuff started going out today. Dabs giving looks super fun. Come by, get some dabs, eat some food. There's going to be vendors. Going to be a fun time. Shout oh. out to shout out to them, and of course, you know, always Lil Bean Studios here. We love you, Charlie and Rochelle. Uh, thank, thank you so you much so. for using us and thank our you. our uh, part time roommate, Mr. CBD, when he is here. Another great guy. Yeah, another great guy. So. Yeah. Cool. You want to do a uh, dope person of the week? You want to uh, listen to this one? Yeah, let's do it. This is cool. This is uh, Martin from Builders. We'll listen to this, and then I'll just put it in. The first question is, who are you? Uh, my name is Martin. Martin, what do you do? Uh, I work for Buildersoil. I do all of their wholesale accounts, and I do I, I set up all of our vendor events and activities and things like that. Awesome. What kind of things in the cannabis space are dope to you right now? Well, just this like huge surge in people actually looking for terps and wanting to learn to grow things on their own and their interest in organics no longer is it like this mythical beast that people think they can't conquer because we're putting information out into the world and simplifying people's lives while making their weed better. Awesome. Who in the space do you think is doing dope things? I mean, there's a lot of people like I'm really supportive of like these grow stores that are no longer thinking they have to push salts to people they're opening up their worlds they're opening up their minds and passing along the message of like what healthiness is and 
how to be sustainable. So I really appreciate the grocery stores. And then there's people just putting out good information out there, like Jay Plant Speaker, you know, opening up his world and showing you what once was taboo. And this is how you do it. And they're proud and privileged to give out this information. So, and then seed companies, you know, they've got a lot of people that have integrity. And, you know, I love the people to give credit to, you know, the forefathers and things like that. Those are basically, you know, the people that I really support right now. How can we support you? Uh, just keep passing out the information, like promote people that are doing good things, you know, push us, let people know that we have like a YouTube show um, that they can follow and they can learn that this is not something hard. It'll like simplify your life and you'll be healthier and better to the environment. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Does, uh, he mentions in there uh, salts. Salt. So salt-based nutrients. So that would be like uh, um, like uh, advanced nutrients or general hydroponics. What does what what does that mean for so somebody it, who doesn't know growing? Um. So uh, it is nutrients derived from um salt. Like uh, it's like chemicals. Oh, okay. salt-based it's like that's actually using like that's not organic that's like using like actual liquid chemicals that's like pgr and shit. well pgr is actually different pgr is plant growth regulator and right. those are three different types that you can I, i'm sure it is similar to pgr um but this is just like the the, the nutrients that you give it it's just not necessarily like organic rock dust it's okay. like based from some sort of salt derived thing but so what happens is that like, salt can build up and and then what happens that's why they recommend that you flush at the end because you're trying to flush out the salt yeah. because the salt builds up the salt can also build up and not allow the plant to uptake nutrients well okay you know what i mean that's but it gives it a different taste question. the the salt based stuff is it, it does taste different but that's like your hydroponic stuff that's you know okay like we're talking about, like uh he's specifically uh build a soil's living soil so uh it's uh, like all the nutrients that you need are in the soil right so and it's, it's already all, got your worm castings from... worm castings yeah it's got uh like uh peat moss it's got like organic rock dust it's got like volcanic dust you know that you put in there it's got like your magnesium or your potassium is like actual like flower potassium that you nice. put in the soil nice. you know what i mean okay. instead of like mixing right those right, things right. being in a laboratory and and either i've i've grown with advanced nutrients and general hydroponics and we've all like all the old stuff is all salt based you know stuff and that's a people do great with that stuff and it's okay to do that uh but that's not what living soil is yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah the, I, I just more <clears throat> i think i, I explained that okay yeah i, I yeah, close enough, figured, right? You know, yeah. Right. No, I and I understand the push for organics and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, I just, I I don't know what the difference is between an organic or not, and I guess I do because of the basic, yeah. whatever. But when when you're saying that you know it's the natural earth giving it the power to grow itself, yeah. or juicing it up with some steroids, you know. Well, I mean, you can. It's just about how you push the plant. Like, uh, my way of giving it steroids is giving four plants 90 gallons of soil to grow in. Yeah, nice. You know what I'm saying? The plant has everything it needs, and it takes everything it needs yeah. to grow tall. And then so it's up to me to either let it grow out or to train it so that it's smaller and more spread out. Depends on what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Um, love green culture. What they do is that they grow organically in an earth box. Nice. All right. And then in flower, they start giving it Athena nutrients. So salt based nutrients, like organics. I think it's organic. Um, it's either organic or salt, based. but it's a, you know, it's giving it new. So it pushes differently because right. it has more and then it eats up all the soil. And cause it has the nutrients, it doesn't need to take the soil. It, takes the nutrients from the water. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 
So yeah. there's lots of different ways to do it, and all of them are okay. Yeah, but I think so. Right? I think organic is if you do organic, you start to understand what you're putting into the soil. There's a, and that kind of like leads to different things in your life sometimes, where you're like, what am I putting into my body? There's like, a very you know what I mean? appeal to it for yeah, me, yeah. like that. Yeah. That I love nature and just what from the earth to the earth, whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm for it, but um, yeah, I dig what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And this is all stuff regenerative farmers have been doing for years. We're yeah, just, yeah. People have just adapted it for cannabis. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I just, I like good cannabis. Me too. Uh, Martin yeah. has got some great cannabis. Um, and I like Martin. He's a cool guy. And I hope they, uh, hope they come back. Martin. Yeah. Thanks for. Appreciate you. Like Miles said, you're a superhero. Ooh. Yeah. Let's get into some news. We got some fun stuff to talk about today. Um, so, uh, actually real quick, just want to say it's November 6th <laughs> today and it's the fourth annual Illinois high, high, high times magazine, people's choice cannabis cup. And clear your schedule. Clear your schedule. Hey. Live stream at 4.20 PM. Get the fuck out of here. It's going to be even out of work. Yet, it's going to be streamed on the high times Facebook page. Literally half of the people I know aren't even out of fucking work yet. Yeah. Exactly. Who, how, how, who are they trying to market this to? I don't know, but I just wanted to say Not it's Illinois residents. It's, it's 420. Yeah. We're working, bud. Yeah, 420. Jeez, man. high times. Get with the well, program. Well, hey, they got sold anyway. Remember, we talked about that a couple of times. Yeah. They got sold that Canadian. You should have done it at fucking 710. Yeah. People are fucking, it's, it's, it's still a weed based thing, you fucking guys and gals. <laughs> just. Fuck, and give people the opportunity to be there. We're also pumped to watch your fucking stream anyway. Yeah, man. You know? The stream. It's yeah. not like it's a real award or anything. It's you just, get to pull it's up. an industry award. Yeah, you get to pull out the rest Revolution's, of what you paid way too Revolution's much Revolution's probably going to win all of it, like, as they should. I, I don't know. the. I, I would imagine they should. I don't know the market anymore. I don't know who's doing well. See, because that's the other thing, too. Revolution at the beginning had... A decent okay, so they have the best grow facility that I've been in. Period, bar none, hands down. But um, <clears throat> it it's literally who is growing your stuff. Though, True, right? Like at the end of the day, if the person who's growing it is paid sixteen dollars an hour and they just don't give a fuck about their job, there's a better and not that sixteen dollars an hour matters up or down. It's if you're getting paid an hourly wage and that's all you're fucking pushing for and and it's not getting paid a lot of money to actually care about something. Right. To, you're not actually day, saying, you're saying it's the attitude of the company and how they are uh, structured their business. Like, are we trying to just pay people very little and because they're easily replaceable and we can get them in and get them out? Do you know how many times or, I was told I was replaceable? Or... Do we actually care about our employees and do our employees actually care about the crops and, and the future of the business? And are we paying them appropriately uh, to care and to uh, like they feel like they are, you know, also carrying in the profit and whatnot? That's a different thing. So yeah. it's not actually like, oh, it's people who make 16 bucks an hour. It's not that. It's just how, how the company is. Cause the, de the development of this thing went... Well, nobody here can do it, right? Right. Nobody here knows it. Nobody here has experience like somebody who's grown cannabis for 10 years in Colorado did. Right. So Illinois companies went and bought Colorado growers, somebody that had been there for 10 years, mm -hmm. right? They literally were looking for a 10-year guy, mm -hmm. and they said, you're going to be the start of our company. So, And you can see who got quality people at the beginning and who didn't. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just naturally, the, the industry kind of evolved based off of the few growers who came from out of state. And then, um, because everybody's replaceable and because you're paying these guys six figures yeah. plus whatever, you bring in the smaller people of the grow crew and they get paid, you know, half of what he does. And then one of them people kind of shines and yep. you're like, oh, fuck, we're yeah. definitely making the, the other guys getting yeah. fired, sent back to Colorado. And then the guy that we were paying half, he's going to be the head. We'll yeah. give him... 10k more whatever we'll just bump his pay a little bit make him the head grower mm -hmm. and then he is there until he gets fucking burnt out and yep. and then but then it's bad 
because after he gets burnt out, who else in the thing knows what either of those two guys did? Right. Who had the passion? And that's what a lot of the first time people who grew in the state had passion for this thing. They wanted to do it. I'm sure plenty of anybody who's listening here who has a passion for growing would have loved to call their day job growing cannabis, right? Like we would look and on a legal status where you're making, again, some of these guys six figures when they first showed up. Now they're hourly employees like the rest of them. They've got a little schedule about it. Put the water in here, do the thing and, you know, find somebody who knows what the hell a pest is. And once you see it, uh, you know, give them access to the cabinet that has the chemicals that you're not supposed to use often. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's in, yeah. Anyway, um, then it's just devolved and there's been a <laughs> lot, they went from people with actual knowledge Yep. to the, they, they passed off their knowledge to people with passion. The people with passion are burnt the fuck out. So then, and past them, what is, what, where's, where's it go? You know, I mean, hourly employees and yeah. there, there are people that nothing against anybody do your thing live your life be happy enjoy but there are people who are way more happy to just show up and they work at the cannabis place they yep. work at the they work at the cultivation center they work at the dispensary they're posting pictures about it they're trying to act cool it's a status for them and it's not a it's not a thing of passion which a lot of probably you that are listening to us care about this plant in a different capacity it's not just to be a social status or whatever right it is a way of life it's a literal exhaustion of passion it is something that you can build and put your time and energy into and you watch it cultivate from a seed up into this beautiful thing that now the masses around you who probably need to consume it past want to consume it are you know enjoying the fuck out of the fruits of your labor and there's that's passion that's because you care about and the the beautiful thing is you care more than just about yourself when you do something cool like that right like you you care about um yourself obviously and it helps you get through yourself but you now you care about the plants yeah. now you care about the the people who care about the plants and then it becomes it becomes what we all care about this this culture this beautiful uh, and we need a normalization of the culture and that's what there are people out there trying to do that and you know you know i'm i'm not saying people who aren't passion based don't yeah. deserve to have cannabis they all do but there i promise you there are people that right now um are shitting on a lot of what our passion is and it's not typically the 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 ground level grunts is it ever right it never is the grunt right it's probably a it's probably some management some guy with a title some person who's trying to act too cool with the with the cameras and the whatever to look at our flashy packaging and our our fake numbers yeah yeah but anyway um yes Keep it about yeah. passion. You're doing this shit completely right. I promise. So um, I sent you that thing the other day. Speaking of like uh, faking the numbers, let's talk about um, let's talk about uh, ascend. Oh yeah. With so the... so I uh, I think Michael Ashley from Illinois News Joint. I follow him on Instagram. Post stories and stuff, and you know memes and great stuff. Him and Jason Brown. Yeah. Um, reposted this from Ascend Illinois, and this was a. Uh, that picture and it said uh they're gonna start uh if you want to smell the cannabis you can you just have to ask them right wasn't that what it was let me yeah and the the there is a better chance that they're bringing smell jars back yeah that's you know um yeah ask an associate for a smell jar to smell this strain prior to purchase oh this is probably only with their royale line so they're not doing it with everything but i mean yeah to it will be to represent themselves yeah. when it makes yeah. sense for you to make more money for you then you 100 percent will go above and beyond but the reason why they don't and i was telling you a little bit about this earlier we had to destroy and when i say destroy you'll hear the process yeah. in a second we had to destroy all of that cannabis um once it exhausted itself right i don't know if there was a, a time frame but 
cannabis loses scent, especially in a jar that's constantly getting opened and closed and, and getting aerated, whatever. Yep. It will lose its scent. So you have to recycle that thing. You have to give it, you know, bring in a new batch and let people smell the new. So to how many, get, how, how often would you have to do that? How often would you have to? Once a week. Once a week, right? Yeah. Okay. And we were, we, so we did it in front of state. Well, the state had access to all of our cameras anyway, but there was a, a couple of um, cameras that you had to sit in front of and it was called your destruction zone. And, okay. and then you, we, we had this log and the, when the state uh, reps or whatever would come in and they mm -hmm. would look at the, you'd have to show them your destruction yep. log to make sure. And then they'd look at a few video footages to make sure you were staying on pace. But so for hmm. flour, we would take the flour and we would weigh it on a scale in front where they could see whatever. Right. And then we would dump the contents into a blender and then we would have to weigh um three times that amount or five times that amount of dirt and then we would pour the dirt into the thing and then we would grind up the weed and the dirt together and then we had to put it into a bag and then we repeated that process as many times over as we needed to to finish out so by the time you were done it was a bag of dirt with a bunch of weed remnants in the middle of it but there was times where we had to destroy things that weren't just flour, right? Like we had a batch of gummies that came in one time and uh, we found out that they had mold on them. All right. And a bunch of customers were coming back. Hey, mold. Hey, these are some moldy ass gummies, bro. And um, so we were trying to like track down it. It was early in the industry. So we knew every patient, at least where we worked we knew every single one of them by name we would call them up and be like hey would you bought this product you watch out now the, the one of the best stories i'm going to side note really quick i was talking to a lady i said hey you know you buy a lot of these gummies just wanted to make sure you check them make sure yeah you know there ain't anything wrong and uh she called me back and she's like hey uh so i've eaten all them gummies but i uh eat them at night my husband doesn't know that i that I do this stuff. So I got to like sneak to do it. And like, I do it in the dark most of the time. So like, I just, you know, grab a few out of the thing and pop them back. Like, oh, should I be, should I be worried about consuming more? <laughs> I was like, bro, I was so bring them, bring them. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you, uh, do have you felt, she's like, no, everything's been fine. I'm like, oh my God. So no, everything was fine on her end, but That's she good. definitely had, we were, the joke was that she was the, she liked to eat moldy gummy, oh, you know? Yeah. We, we called her moldy gummy lady for a little bit. Um, but anyway, that's uh, rude. well, it was, rude. I mean, there was a lot of people, man. We were trying to associate who was who at the time. I understand. You stick, you stick out when you eat in mold. That's true. You know, but, um, no. So the molded gummies came through and to destroy them, we needed to take the gummies and put them into a, uh, it was water and uh, vinegar and something else. And we had to put them into the microwave for like, uh, I don't remember, 60 seconds. Stunk up the whole fucking thing. I'm sure. Space. It was so gross. It was the grossest thing I've ever done. I was like dry heaving through the process. But anyway, I watched in the cannabis industry, I watched... Uh, thousands of grams of cannabis get destroyed yeah yeah or products and that was why like smell jars at the beginning were a thing we had a smell jar for every single product that we had but a week later it didn't smell like anything yep so it was like 20 you know 20 grams of cannabis minimum Plus, on top of any of the eighths that we had to destroy because of packaging or sealing or whatever, there was <clears throat> once because of labeling that the state made us destroy. I think it was like two hundred and something eighths. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, sat in there all morning long, yeah. grinding up. That's crazy. Like you, even even one to one of dirt. Like who 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 do they think like people are that hard up that they're, they're gonna sift dirt, sift and, dirt and weed? Like Jesus, it's not cocaine. Yeah, literally, it's literally. not cocaine. It, it was. That's what a lot. So like, 
I started to beg after a couple of weeks <laughs> of destroying cannabis. I'm like, just let me not fucking have smell jars anymore. We'll yeah. get by perfectly fine without it. People will trust me yeah. when I can say like, yeah. especially when back at the beginning, still even of Illinois cannabis, 2015, mm-hmm. um, the names of cannabis meant more. Yeah. Now it's just well. We've talked about that on your stream and in, in early episodes here, how they've changed all the names and it means nothing. Yeah, it means nothing anymore. I, absolutely, it's just yeah. I literally believe they at what was it? Was it Adaraxia was the one that Verano whatever uh, that we saw that yeah. big change where it was like everything. Yeah, went it was from Verano. Like normal they names. Everything. Yeah, they transferred it over. It looked like they gave each department of their cultivation center or dispensary groups. They were like. You get to change Blue right. Dream. Tell us what it's going to be next. And then, like, you know, there was one. It was funny. There was a couple of names that were, like, somebody's wife's name. You yeah. know it was. Yeah. It was, like, Mary Lou's weed or something like that. And then fucking, you're, like, some some Joe Schmo, uh, like, some the accountant. Yeah. The accounting department was, like, I'm going to name it after my wife so that <laughs> I can hey, whatever. get laid one more time or something. Whatever. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, good on, good on Ascend, I guess. Uh, I, it's such a, I wish the laws could change. I wish, I wish the laws were better and, uh, allowed for, uh, actual common sense, uh, dispensary laws where you can actually do things like that. Cause if you go to like Oregon or Colorado or go to places, Michigan, you know, go to Michigan, you know, like you can actually see how stuff should work right. and, they, uh, they pull the bag off the shelf. It's directly behind them. Yeah. They just. And yeah. then they open the shit yeah. and you smell it and they're like, oh, you don't like that? And they put it right back on the shelf. Yeah. And bro, how many noses have been yeah, in no there? Yeah, no kidding. But hey, hey, if that's what you're into. We got some cool news to get into. I like news. So Green Rose uh, filed a 1,500-foot rule lawsuit, lawsuit against uh, IDFPR. So uh, on Monday, they sent out a press release stating that GRI Holdings, operating under the Green Rose Dispensary name, filed a lawsuit in the Circuit Circuit Court of Cook County to stop another social equity cannabis dispensary from opening up in River North at the old Rainforest Cafe location. Uh, the lawsuit claims Biofarm proposed consume cannabis dispensary at the 605 North Clark Street is within 1,500 feet of GTI's existing dispensary GRIs. at or GRIs, I'm sorry, not GTI, uh, existing dispensary at 612 North Wells, which Green Rose argues violates the Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act. It does actually. I, yeah. So <clears throat> they say that uh, the GRI holding claims the CRTA prohibits cannabis dispensaries from locating within 1,500 feet of another cannabis dispensary to avoid neighborhoods from becoming overrun with dispensaries and to keep them economically viable. That's true. So it asks for a declaratory and injunctive relief against uh, the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation uh, and alleges that the agency is illegally revising the guidelines of the law in order to give Biofarm the green light. To circumvent and violate the 1500 foot rule by opening or by allowing them to open a dispensary at the five North Clark. Yeah, well, I mean, 1500 feet is not even that far, it's really not. not but in Chicago, it's blocks, you know what I mean? It's, it could be what, yeah, literally. Like, I, I just don't, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I. There should be no fucking way that other dispensary opens. So because of extremely long delays in issuing social equity licenses, social equity groups were unable to compete with the multi-state operators in securing prime locations for dispensaries. In order to even the playing field for social equity dispensaries, the Illinois General Assembly gave social equity licensees a narrow exception to the 1,500-foot rule, allowing them to locate in the same areas where the multi-state operator set up stores. That means that if you're a social equity, you could be close to a corporate store. So, oh. yeah. So, well, in that case, run it. Hold on. <clears throat> According to the complaint, that does not include allowing a social equity dispensary 
to open up within 1,500 feet of another social equity dispensary. Oh, see, okay, that's what I'm saying. So, that's what I thought was going so, on here to begin with. So you know what would make social equity groups able to compete with multi-state operators uh, is not having long delays in social equity licenses. In fact, you could just open it all up and allow the market to regulate itself. Dude, make peddler's licenses already. Yes. Jesus, H. Yes. Louises. Let it's me put a ridiculous. fucking kiosk in a mall or something. Illinois only wants your tax money. They don't want your business. Anyway, 12 Illinois lawmakers. This has been the Libertarian Hour with Aaron. Um, 12 Illinois lawmakers who are instrumental in crafting Illinois cannabis legislation also sent a letter to IDFBR stating the agency's new guidance regarding the 1,500-foot rule do not reflect the intent of the state law and could harm the social equity dispensaries by fostering an overly competitive environment that could harm the growth and success of these new businesses. Yeah. Yeah, I just drove by a liquor store that was... Right being... next to the other liquor store. Dude, I was, I was so fucking blown away. It literally was discount liquor, uh-huh. and then the other one was like called something else whatever the name was but on the fucking side of the building it said discount liquor on it and i was like what the fuck just happened literally driveway next to driveway anyway it was wild to me yeah well um i mean that's what happens when you have a lot of laws and that's what happens when you're like oh well we have to regulate or make make inclusion by law or something like that because like you're never you're never actually helping the market. You're never actually helping the people. I just couldn't, I you're couldn't just believe that two people wanted to exist doing the same thing that close to each other and then Well the Rainforest the Cafe is do, pretty dope. Oh, don't get me wrong, I'm super <laughs> into that. Yeah. No, and, and I'm not look, hey, whatever. Laws be laws though. If they mm-hmm. said fifteen hundred feet, get your ass fifteen hundred feet away. But it is weird because they allow and and I'm all for smaller groups beating out the big guys right i'm robin hood all day but if you're talking about little guys have to compete against little guys but the big guys don't fuck that little guys get out of each other's way be on board you guys should be more of a team than you should have fucking uh uh competitors at the end of the day that's what i used to talk about at the beginning of illinois cannabis we were we didn't even work for the same people, but we all were a team at yeah. some point, right? Like we used to talk to all the other dispensary groups locally to us. And some of us knew the other dispensary groups and we would, Hey, I'm going to send so-and-so over there because you got the whatever and we don't got the whatever. Right. right? So we right. Used to well, that was that. when it was actually hard to, well, it was actually hard to like switch your dispensary. That was super the stupidest dumb. thing yeah, ever. So dumb. That fucking like, I have to go to a dispensary <laughs> and then if I, look online today and they don't have what what we need then i have to like submit to the submit state to the and state then wait 24 wait. hours and if they didn't fucking get it right yep the next 24 hours and you were waiting another 24 and it wasn't your even if you fucking did everything right oh yeah it was such dog shit the beginning of this thing the the rules and the regulations especially the people who i'm not gonna get involved yeah but the people who did fucking represent those laws knew Fucking nothing about nothing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Illinois Medical Cannabis. Here's uh, another one from Illinois News Giant. We, uh, at some point, got to, I mean, I, I keep saying this, we got to get our shit together so we can have these guys online and have, like, a nice uh, episode. That'd be fire. Jason said they would come, they would love to discuss anything in town. I'm totally down. Cool. So, uh, from Illinois uh, News Giant, the only people that actually uh, report on medical news in Illinois, the, uh, IDPH released its October 23, 2023 medical cannabis sales totals of $26,244,555.82. The first uptick since March 2023. For the last four months, totals have hovered around $26 million. Total 2023 retail sales by licensed medical cannabis dispensaries totaled $271 million. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, 12 million of dry flour, 13 million in concentrates, uh, 62,000 unique patients licensed medical cannabis dispensary served, and 
they purchased a million two grams of dry cannabis. Yeah. And the current total number of active patients in the medical cannabis patient program as of October 31st, 2023 is 138,616. Nice. I, that's, although that's probably, I'm not sure if that's high or low. I don't actually remember ever seeing that number. That's not, that's, that's uh, even across the United States. That's a really decent number. Um, I was going to say, I'd like to see that go up. I would definitely yeah, like to see that I, go up. I mean, I think um I think Michigan was the biggest when they had their medical program as prominent as it was and I think they man, I might be misstating this, but I think I want to say they had like maybe closer to 500,000. Okay. <clears throat> but it, it was so easy to get a license there. Yeah, I'd like to see a push for medical cannabis so we can actually start getting some of the laws change it's just, i think that might be one of the things that we need to do is we need to have a big push to get your everybody get their medical cards so that they actually well i don't know it's illinois they might it might be bad they might start taxing us more or something the, they'd be like oh look at all these part, people they're, getting out of taxes there are too many people that so like okay the the numbers there fuck me up One hundred thirty-eight thousand active fucking patients yep they're they only served sixty-two thousand of them last month yep so more than half yep. of the population who has their medical card is not even using the motherfucking thing. They could they could be <clears> including <throat> um, uh, caretakers in that as well. I if don't it, think so. I, I don't know because because it says active patients right there, and it, the other part that like I, I how many of them just have their license so that they can grow at home. Which is really cool. It's yeah. actually a good thought to me. I like the fuck out of it. A lot of you should, right? That's the whole point. That's what yeah. we talk about. Get your fucking medical license for yeah. that purpose. I wonder if that number, if there wasn't as strict of gun laws, um, if that number would be higher also. Because the amount of people that used to come into the dispensary and go, I'm not fucking getting, giving up my gun. Like right. I, I can be a fucking caretaker and not have to worry about it, right? And then whatever. But I I don't um I just know too many fucking people who would probably benefit from it. A lot of veterans, man. Yeah. A lot of veterans it's, that I know. It's that very would. unfortunate that in Illinois you have to give up uh gun rights. One of your constitutional rights. One of rights. your constitutional rights, regardless of what uh because they say it is a it's not uh it's not just a constitutional right it's your god-given right, and uh that's life and liberty and be able to defend yourself and uh you know that is uh that is without question that's how that that's how that is it is without que- a god-given right is without question there is no question it is inalienable and it's very unfortunate that illinois uh makes you give up one of those rights uh, just to be able to take care of somebody or to be able to help somebody out, like as a caretaker. It's, a, it's it, ri- I promise ridiculous. You the amount of people I know that don't have a license because of it, but that's the, that's that also plays into, again, their whole why they would do the yeah. thing. You make more tax money from people just having a recreation. Syntax. Jump into jump into fucking the recreation line, then pay us thirty six percent. If you want to keep your guns, then pay us well, an extra thirty six percent. Less than one percent uh, compliance on that new Illinois registry so far, mm. which is fantastic. Mm. Good job. I lost all mine in a boating accident, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So total retail sales since uh, November 2015 by licensed medical cannabis dispensaries totaled, what is that? Uh, 1.9 billion. Yeah. 2023 wholesale sales by cultivation centers reached 360 million. Yeah, million in total wholesale sales by uh, since November 2015 by cultivation centers totaled 3 billion. Uh, 3 point, yeah, 3.1 billion. Illinois has been stuck on 55 medical cannabis dispensaries for several years with no future plans to add more. That's the important part. Illinois has been stuck on 55 medical cannabis dispensaries for several years with no future plans to add more. 
And <clears throat> after they move, they don't have to be medical cannabis dispensaries anymore, right? It w- it, yeah. <clears throat> it wouldn't, um, yeah. Yeah. It so, wouldn't even benefit you as a new cultivate or a new dispensary group. Um, to put that justification, it would only, it would cost you more money because you have to have different like licenses and training and all that yeah, other stuff. Yeah, have you have to, to have, walk yeah. in like you got to have a a medical line and a fucking rec line, and then you know the yeah running yeah. shit outside for people and the medical side. You'll never have to do that in recreational, so it just makes it easier for you i'd rather just have a medical only uh dispensary i I wish that's what we could do but i think they yeah anyway well so finally there's been an uptick we've been reporting that there's been they've been reporting and we've been reporting on the reporting we're reporting the reporters yeah um (laughs) that there is uh you know medical cannabis has been going down in illinois and so here it is it's it's finally gone up just a little bit and they also uh, no surprise, Illinois is going to surpass our yearly cannabis sales record. And it, it, they announced on the 2nd, the October sales totals of 138 million, yeah, 138 million kept Illinois monthly sales totals on track in 2023 to eclipse the 2022 year's totals of 1.5 billion. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. With October sales totals, the 2023 sales totals to date have reached 1.3 billion and should surpass the 2023 yearly totals in December. Wow. Rec goes up, med goes down, med finally kicks up a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it is what it is. I don't know. Um, I don't know what to say about the Illinois market anymore. Yeah. Grow your own. Yeah, that's grow true. your freaking own. You can do everything you want to do. Any thoughts on that? Um, I mean, it's just super cool. I, I'm, we've, I think we touched on this the other day. Um, that that HB forty two hundred one would allow remote medical cannabis. Exams, yeah, which is perfect. I don't think people should have to show up. Right. There used to be a, um. Right down the street from North Aurora, there's that assisted living place. Yeah, yeah, I know. The uh, I always see those. I see there's a couple of those people who go to Duncan. Yeah, <laughs> I always see them in the morning. Yeah, yeah. They and they're on their fucking. They're in their right motorized and, scooters and yep. their wheelchairs and shit. Yep. They were like, because there used to be like a little path from where they're at down the thing, and yeah. then they'd have to come inside the prairie path. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. yeah. And then so I literally watched these people like scoot themselves over there yeah. and like the the hassle that it was for them to get fucking cannabis when i could have yeah. just wa- i could have driven down the street one time with 20 different bags of shit for people and just delivered it to their fucking door it's kind of crazy yeah but, um so hb 4201 would allow remote <laughs> medical cannabis exams so this is uh i think we talked about this last time but i it's uh it just changes one word, and that's not. So uh, the physical examination required by this act may not be performed by remote means, including telemedicine. Uh, and so that would change uh, by removing the word not. So this would be a good one to pass. I, I hope for it. Yeah, and yeah, I just, I see, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Well, because they'll probably be too busy. Uh, trying to tax us more we'll see uh, i think there's this false uh, there's one more veto session i think it starts today actually i so, think you're right i think we'll see so. this is from marijuana moment this is sales of hemp derived cannabinoids like cbd outpace legal marijuana and are on par with craft beer report finds so this is, let's see, the research firm Whitney Economics published the report last week offering a comprehensive assessment of the hemp industry that's evolved since the crop was federally legalized under the 2018 Farm Bill. While there's been frustration with the hemp market as businesses grapple with regulatory challenges, primarily related to cannabinoid products like CBD, the report says that the industry saw about 
$28.4 billion in sales of these products last year. We're sitting here right next to um, Mr. CBD, uh, the retail store, and uh, there's a ton of hemp products here, and it's awesome. It's super cool. It's super cool. Um, and uh, we've met some people, some hemp farmers and, and business owners recently, and it seems like it's... Uh, it's going people, very well. People are doing fine with this. Thing, yeah. And they, they should be because it is not. And that, that that's why this whole thing is just crazy to me because the regulation from mm-hmm. the federal government is yep. based off of one molecule. <clears throat> and it's not right. even, it, it, it's THC, right? It's not even fucking THCA, which is the acid form and the true thing that's grown on the plant. Um, you're able to still, um, through hemp laws and everything, fucking deal with the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it is weird to me that the regulators are so bad at understanding what the fuck this plant actually is that they've made it, it, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's so dumb. I, I don't want to. <laughs> go too far in state and shit that I probably shouldn't, but like they, they just don't fucking know. So people are doing the thing. People can do the thing. There's excess cannabinoids outside of THC that are as beneficial, if not more beneficial than what THC is on its own. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now what they say, you're absolutely right. Uh, for context, hemp derived <laughs> cannabinoids sales nationally were greater than total legal sales of medical and adult use cannabis in 2022. It, it makes sense. Yep. People are less scared because the the regulation against what is only fucking right. THC right. has been it's 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 a scare tactic. Yeah. It's fucking reefer madness. And all the people a lot of the consumers of this that I have seen are people who would benefit probably from having a little bit of THC at some points in their fucking life to begin with, but would benefit far greater from having the full entourage uh you know profile and and a, a fico of sorts right a full extract cannabis oil or a, a, a rick simpson oil if you will or whatever where it has everything that the plant has to offer because it's not just one thing or the other it's all of them and right. of course if you can break these things down and make them what they are and what people are benefiting from the uh, you know cbd especially it it's crazy how big a cbd market is and fucking jeff bezos sells fucking cbd man yeah you know let's see uh so notably the hemp-based cannabinoid market also handily competes with the far more far more established craft beer industry also uh through those hops farmers are not taking care of their stupid plants and giving us the hops latent virus yeah anyway uh the total national the national total for craft beer sales was $28.4 billion in 2022, the same amount as hemp-derived cannabis products, according to the American Beer Association. Now, currently, the total demand for hemp-derived cannabinoids is valued in excess of $28 billion and supports the employment of 328,000 workers who earn $13 billion in wages. Overall, the total economic impact of the hemp-derived cannabinoid industry on the U.S. economy is in excess of $79 billion, Whitney Economics says. Now, while that may seem large, these estimates are actually conservative because they do not account for demand and employment from gas stations, grocery stores, and convenience stores. Based on sales tax on, sales tax on hemp products alone, the firm assessed that the state's that states generated $1.5 billion in tax revenue collectively from the crop in 2022. Bo Whitley, author of the report, told Marijuana Moment that the data is critical, especially as state lawmakers and regulators move to ban or restrict certain cannabinoid products like Delta 8 THC. Those state officials, state officials do not have the data on how large the market is and the large number of consumers that prefer this over adult use and medical. The result is large labor displacement and increased business failures. That's the very important part because they don't actually know. They don't actually understand. They start regulating a market that they don't know or understand. And that just increases the pay to play 
and the, the guys who have been there before and, and the people who are actually passionate about it or trying to do something are forced out. That's the increased business failures. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Super fucking sad, actually. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. I will always talk about the cannabis plant because I know it as a whole. I don't know the hemp plant the same way, but I do know they're the same. It's the same thing, just without THC. Bingo. I don't give a fuck. Just give me the cannabinoids off of that thing, and I'll represent them the same ass way. Yeah. Like, I just, I think that cannabinoids are cannabinoids, period. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't, I don't, um, I don't see the difference. And if somebody's going to benefit from it, then then they should have access to it, especially when we're talking about benefit without long-term ramification. And everybody says, well, you can't say that. I can tell you from cannabinoids alone, you probably aren't long-term affected, right? right? The bullshit that they're putting in these unregulated products, totally different fucking story. Fucking popcorn lung's still a goddamn thing, right? Like, you get some nasty shit from some places, but that doesn't if, mean if you're you gonna can't bait, get a nasty. Use vegetable glycerin. Don't use uh, PG. Yeah, that stuff's but, terrible. And that I'm, I'm. It's it's as much as I'm talking about. Okay, in the hemp industry, whatever. I'm not. I'm not comparing one or the other because in the cannabis industry and other markets, including Michigan, including some of the other yeah. parts out there in the West, these places don't regulate the shit as much as you think that they do either right so that's why when illinois cannabis first came about i was super into it. i was like some of the regulations benefit and protect the plant from being gross and and you know but it's just all kind of um completely watered down now and and uh like i said i i don't know that any play i used to think that illinois had the potential to have the best cannabis worldwide across the entire board that was when obama was still president though that that, was that that long ago dude almost jesus christ 2015 yeah it yeah. was like we still believed in hope and change but i want my change back you my change but... give me my change back dude yeah she um yeah no i not that I... anybody's been good but you know whatever no Moral of this whole story, <laughs> cannabis, uh, cannabinoids from any plant. I don't give there a fuck. There was a lot of optimism back then. It's really what I'm trying to say is that we felt like things could change because it was like, oh, we got, we're Illinois and we got cannabis. I can't believe it because like we were the last to get concealed carry. We had to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Right. And force them. Yeah. So like to us, it was like, holy Christ. Like we, we actually got something in Illinois. Cool. Yeah, I was, I, I genuinely and here we are getting shafted. Yeah, I genuinely thought we wouldn't see it still. And in, in my, I literally used to say back because I, I, again, I started my cannabis journey when I was like probably 15, 16, where I dove head first into it. Yeah. Um, I didn't think there was any chance we'd ever see this shit in my life. And when it came about, yeah. I was like, holy Me shit. Me either. Like, I literally thought this was going to be reserved for the West. I never thought it would come out fucking. I've been smoking regularly since like 95, 96, and I never, ever, ever, ever thought we'd get it. It was no, just I, like I California, Colorado was cool for a minute. You're like, oh, dang, they got it too. Yeah. But in fucking even, uh, let's see, I was in my young 20s when they started to talk about it. Yeah. Here, and I was like, what a waste of your breath, yeah. you know? And then they fucking voted on it. And I was like, there's no fucking way dude <laughs> and then it took fucking three years for the shit to thank come you. about anyway thank you governor quinn thank you governor quinn yeah. you are a uh you did good for that one for sure and i like governor or former governor quinn because uh he was working uh i think he's still doing it he, but he was working for a lot of years to get um the ger- the gerrymandering of drawn maps to uh actually be done by uh somebody independent and not by whatever party is blah 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 right you know what i mean and i'm like oh i can get behind that because it's ridiculous you know what i mean like yeah. the yeah politics whatever he seems like uh he's like he was a good person who wants things to be fair like actually fair 
That's, oh, that don't that don't fit in well with politics. No, I know, but you know, mm-hmm. good for him. Shout out that guy. Yeah, that was my. I think that was my only shout out this this whole episode. Did good. Trying not to do too many shout outs. Oh, I feel like I feel like I give too many shout outs out. Why not? I don't know. Go ahead. Nah, shout out to shout outs. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, so there's huge opportunities for hemp in the U.S. However, the fact that the FDA is not clarifying policy is driving significant uncertainty into the market, increasing investor risk. This is suppressing the growth of hemp in the U.S., Whitney said. Much of this would be addressed with greater clarity by the FDA. Yeah, no kidding. That's why we need, you know, everybody talks about, you know, education. Like, what what are the laws? What does it actually mean? Et cetera, et cetera. Hemp is... Hemp is a damn good plant, man. Hemp's a great plant. Yeah, that was what uh, the British told Washington. He better start growing to fucking send back to them because they needed um, their payment. Yeah. Well, he was growing it anyway. Yeah, well, that's, um, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. Well, any more thoughts? Anything you want to? Oh, well, you know what? You gave me that. I forgot. One more thing, we can talk about it real quick, and let's get into it maybe more Oh, next yeah, episode. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, so, it's perfectly fine, but this is also what I was talking yes, about. Yes, exactly. I don't care where cannabinoids come from. Cannabinoids can come from anywhere, but... <clears throat> so, scientists have discovered cannabidol, a compound in cannabis known as CBD. Did I say that right or no? Yeah. Uh, in a common Brazilian plant, opening potential new avenues to produce the increasingly popular substance. Uh, the team found CBD in the fruits and flowers of a plant known as Trema microthana bloom, a shrub which grows across much of South America country and is offered, often considered a weed. Molecular biologist Rodrigo Moira Neto of the Federal University of uh, Rio, or Rio de Janeiro told AFP in June. Everything in uh, Portuguese. If you see an R, it's an H. True story. Yeah. CBD increasingly used by some to treat conditions such as epilepsy, chronic pain, and anxiety is one of the main active compounds of cannabis, along with tetrahydrocannabinol or THC, the substance that makes users feel high. So that's really cool. So, um, this plant. Yeah produces cbd but yeah. it does not produce thc that's awesome and as far as the hemp industry goes as far as the cbd industry goes this could be fucking huge yeah so let's see that's cool scientists have previously found a cbd in a related plant in thailand he said uh neto who has not yet published his results, says he now plans to scale up his study to identify the best, me- best methods to, abs- to extract CBD from trauma and analyze its effectiveness in patients with conditions currently treated with medical cannabis. His team recently won a uh, 500,000 real, which is $104,000 US grant from the Brazilian government to fund the research, which he estimates will take at least five years to complete. That's awesome. Well, I don't know yeah. what research you need to take five years on, bro. Make that fucking sure that thing has CBD in yeah. it. And bring, let's start growing the shit, bro. Well, it's a weed in Brazil, so let's... Uh, if it's genuinely fucking... I mean, hey, if anybody out there is from Brazil listening, because obviously 7 billion people listen to this pod, uh, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this, the yeah. whole world. Yeah. Uh, Send us, send us some of this. Can you send us a cutting? Like, you know, oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to ship plants overseas. Like, that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask. Oh, I was just asking if somebody. I'm, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody in Brazil who's like, oh, I want to fly here and smoke bongs with them, and you could just bring us a little cutting. That'd be awesome. Fire. Yeah, fire. I, you're not do it. You're not supposed to, but you know, you could. Just be careful getting that plant. Yeah. Through. They're probably going to get your ass. I mean, you might, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Dude, have you ever been to like the, um, the borders of California? No, never been to California. The, so driving through the border of California, I was stopped by a, um, 
bandito? Uh, it was like a it was like a state worker, and okay. they asked me if I was transporting any plants because oh, yeah. they did not want any foreign plants in their shit. And I was like, "No, do you got any fruit in the car?" I said, "Besides my buddy Sky, or no, we're good, man. You know, whatever." And uh, no, we literally they 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 you gotta got watch like, out when you take your boat out of the water too. Really? Yeah, you might get some like mollusks or something. You don't want to like move them. Bring forth the mollusk cast onto me. Yeah. Let's be forever be full and never be free. Oh. oh okay. Cool. Snickety snack. Yeah. That <laughs> was a that was a ween reference. Oh, okay. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch that one. Sorry. Hopefully somebody did before I called it being ween. That'd be sweet. I'm surprised you didn't go to the Halloween show. Bring forth the mollusk cast onto me. Oh, fucking, you got me fucking singing ween now, All right, dude. here we go. Well, that's been episode 20. We hope you had fun uh, going over these laws with us. Uh, but it's good because I think it is hard to actually understand and navigate what's going on in Illinois right now as far as uh, medicinal marijuana uh, or just marijuana in general. Yeah. If you're happy just going to the dispensary and getting weed, that's cool. We're just trying to tell you that there's better ways. You know what I mean? There's yeah, better ways. You don't have to necessarily go to your local trapper either. You know, there's people who actually care and can help. If you, um, yeah, are going to the dispensary and picking up cannabis, please feel free to ask me yeah. if it's worth your while to do so or not. I do um, feel pretty comfortable in some of the things. And I still do have some of the... Um, I can trace back what their new strain is called to what it used to be, and I can then um, help you better yeah. a lot of times because I know what they're actually growing. Yep. yep. All right. I think that's been. I think that's been it. Uh, hell yeah! This is always fun, man. This is like highlight of my week. Appreciate Twenty done. You. Yeah. Twenty done. We love you. Smoke weed every day. See y'all soon. Peace. Yo, ding dong, we're done here, time to go.